basically we have China, Pakistan, Russia, the UK, and us with nukes. We have about 26,000 more than anyone else. And you guys remember that video? End of the world. Look it up if you've never seen it. I don't know. I was just thinking of it, and I wanted to wanted to do that on on the podcast. I'm kind of lit at this point. Uh, me and Markel did an episode. It's the Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Return of the Black. Get it? Because he's black. <laughs> anyway, uh, I hope you enjoy this absolute banger of an episode where we. We talked about, what did we talk about? We talked about working, and we talked about Halloween, and we talked about having guns, and it was a whole lot of fun. Uh, you'll notice probably the first five minutes are a little hard to hear him. I promise you I moved the speaker a lot closer to my microphone. We did it over phone call. I, I really hope you enjoy it. The first 12 minutes of this episode is me just bitching about my job, so... Enjoy that, because I know you enjoy my pain. Um, all, all I got to say is, uh, I love you and have a good fucking day, man. Cause I know when that hurt back, they can only me one day. Remember how god-awful that song was? I hated that song. Who the fuck would like that song? What was the other one that basically sounded just as shitty and was twice was twice as popular? It was like, God, it was it was something like, Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Like, how is this the most popular artist in America? How how the both of those make me want to turn my skin inside out. What's up, everybody? It's episode 41 of Joey Hates Everything. I know. There was no episode last week. I'm just I'm just a salesman. I'm just out here get absolutely getting it done in these streets, pounding the pavement, as they say. That's a lie. It's been a terrible past two weeks at work. Uh, haven't gotten jack shit done. I've been training people. Most of them have quit. It's, um, it's been a rough go of things. We were in a Mormon neighborhood uh, on... Friday. And on Friday, we had an office Halloween costume contest, which I dressed up as the Joker for. And I've, I dress up as the Joker pretty much every year because it's a $6 costume. You know what I mean? Dressing up as the same thing every single year is not as lame as being an adult that spends money on a costume. Everybody's like, you should have been shaggy. You should have been shaggy. I was like, the shaggy costume was $41. And it doesn't even come with facial hair or anything like that, you know? It was a green shirt and, and purple pants. What the fuck is that? So I went dressed as the Joker to do door-to-door, -door, uh, which was absolutely asinine. I don't know any other word to describe that. That was very stupid. Uh, didn't win the, the, the costume contest either. Snow White won it. Um, Made a hilarious joke about my boss, which he's very short. He's like literally five six, and we walked in, and I just kind of looked at them, and I was, and I said, "Oh, I get it, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs," and he and and he didn't laugh, so, so that's so that's how the morning started for me. I just felt like a complete jerk off. Um, of course, half the people didn't dress up. I think I think. To be honest with you, I think this might be my last year dressing up. It just feels so fucking dumb every single time, you know? Uh, 
half the people dressed up. I'd say ha- half of them that were actually dressed up dressed as people from The Office, which was hilarious. Not the show The Office. I'm talking about our bosses, which was pretty great. I just can't really imagine... Like, when I get to the door, I, at least, you know, people know who the Joker is. Nobody knows who Brian from from uh, Solar Solar Skies. I just I tried to make up a fake company name, and it didn't work. Fuck you. Um, but I, I just thought that was funny, because I was like, who the fuck is going to know who you are? That's going to be so... Isn't that going to be kind of awkward explaining that? Because <laughs> she just had... She had a, uh, a face-painted beard, right? A cigarette behind her ear and a Monster Energy drink because he, the guy, loves cigarettes and Monster, and he's and he's got a beard. And we all pretty much, as soon as she told us who I who she was, we thought it was fucking hilarious. I just don't really know how that works uh, when you're in the door. What could be worse is if you were in a Mormon neighborhood dressed as the Joker, which is what I was doing. The first house we got to, it's me just as the Joker and this this kid next to me who I'm training uh, named Chris. We're, we're thinking about having him on the show um, pretty soon here. We got in we got in some wild shit uh, over the past past week here. We'll get into that. But he was wearing a pink bunny suit and I'm I'm face painted the fuck up. The first door we get to, I think we just straight up intimidated a woman into giving giving us what we needed, which was a picture of... You need to get a picture of their bill, which, got, I mean, Jesus Christ, these people will not... Jesus Christ, I meant to say, well, uh, Joseph Smith, they will, they will not hand over their fucking bill. They, they just don't. They think that you're going to be able to hack into their Facebook account uh, or, or their checking account by... by having a picture of their bill like lady all of your information has already been sold that's that's why i'm here you know what i mean i don't know what else to tell you we already have your name address we can get your phone number things like that this is sounding very creepy i don't do any of this it's the fucking company i work for but uh we already have all that shit like i just just need to see the picture you built to save you some money and it's been a it's been a long ass week of not getting shit done so I thought maybe that would work out. I thought uh, spicing it up, let's just say, would help me get the uh, get some appointments set. It did not. Um, here's one wild thing. In Glendale, a an escaped cow seemed to have a beef with Glendale police. On <laughs> a beef. Do you get that? Um which led officers on a frantic chase to residential neighborhoods near 67th Avenue and Cactus Road. So that's that's uh, just a piece of an article from 12 News Arizona. There was a, literally a cow running through the streets, just terrorizing folks. Um, if you saw a mad cow, like it's not just like seeing a regular cow. It's it's freaking the fuck out, bashing into shit, destroying property. Probably very aggressive. I'm sure it bit someone at some point. Imagine getting bit by a fucking angry cow. That's just such a wild situation that no one's ever been in before. But anyway, anyway, I hear about this story. And a few days later, uh, we're coming back from work. It's the 29th, which we, we uh, Halloween was on a Sunday, so we didn't we didn't end up doing the costume contest on a Sunday. Just don't. We're gone Sundays. Over explaining it. Anyway, on Friday. We get pulled over on the way back, and I notice it's the same guy that was chasing the cow that I saw on the news. What the hell is this guy's name? Sheriff something or other. But I noticed it was him, and I was like, holy shit, this is the guy. This guy's life is fucking crazy, okay? 
two days ago he's chasing a cow. Now he's pulled over a guy dressed as the Joker and a guy dressed in the pink bunny suit. I mean, it's being a cop, as shitty as a lot of them are, it's got to be wild as fuck. So this guy, this guy, I just, I just met this dude, Chris. I found out, you know, over the course of knowing him now that he's, he's cool dude, normal dude. I have, I have my, my, my sig sour, my sidearm is in the glove compartment. And I'm like, dude, do you think I just, should I just tell him it's in there? I mean, is there any reason that, uh, that I should not let him know? And he goes, nah, just don't mention it. I was like... I was like, all right, all right. One thing that's important about this story, I, th- I thought that my gun was in my backpack, okay? I forgot it was just in his glove compartment, and that's where I told him it was, was in my backpack while we are getting pulled over. Uh, Mr. Officer Cow, Cow Chaser pulls us over. I'm seeing another note here in the article that says, the fugitive wanted no bull. Okay. All right, that's enough, guys, okay? Let's, let's relax. Uh, Michael, who's writing for, for 12 News. Um, yeah, he, he pulls us over. He gets, gets up to the car. We tell him that we're coming from an office party. That's why we're dressed like that. And he's like, all right, all right, I'll go run your shit. Dude, the guy doesn't come back for 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, we're, we're going to jail right now. We're going to jail. Like three minutes prior to that, uh, he, Chris wants to go grab something out of the glove compartment. It pops open. There's the gun right there. He goes... Any firearms in the car, guys? And I was like, uh, that one's mine. He goes, where's his? I just said, I don't, I don't know why I said it like that. I don't know what is happening right now. Like, I thought we just got pulled over for uh, uh, taillights being out. He pulled us over, and he, the first thing he says when he gets to the window is, what, you guys couldn't hear me? And we were like, no, what are you talking about? And he said he was over the loudspeaker trying to tell us to pull over. I don't, I don't even... We need to work on that. I mean, we would, we didn't even have the music that loud. I didn't, didn't hear a goddamn thing this guy said. Uh, he doesn't come back for 30 minutes, and all of a sudden, the fucking bench warrant in South Dakota starts going through my head. I'm like, oh, dude, this guy has left us sitting here for the past 11 minutes. Like, something is wrong here. Something is... And so I just asked him straight up. I was like, bro, do you have any felonies or like pending charges that is causing this to take so long? And he goes, no. And I was like, fuck, man. What the hell? Like, is it seriously? Is this happening right now? I've been I've been detained, pulled over, uh, stopped by the police probably 10 times since that shit happened where I got the bench warrant. And not once have they ever mentioned it, you know? So to me, that's just something that's in the past. But every single time that I'm sitting there waiting like that like i didn't have anything illegal on me i don't have any felonies that's it's legal for me to have that shit um but he's just not coming back and i'm going what the fuck is happening right now you know what i mean i just just couldn't think of what was going on and i leaned over to chris and i go if this gets fucked i need you to and then all of a sudden the officer comes around the corner and he goes what's up with the minnesota uh what's up with the minnesota id and I was like, "That's what that's what took uh, this long to to come and to come and get us, sir." I thought I was going to prison. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he came back. That was that. Apparently, they were just running that shit. They have to get in contact with Minnesota or something. Um, just really scared the whole time. I had leaned over to Chris to say, "Hey, man, 
if this gets fucked and I get arrested for some reason, I need you to delete my entire podcast. <laughs> because if I'm ever in court and somebody references this, God forbid, so some slimy lawyer finds this podcast, they're going to take me down with it. It'll be over. Are you kidding me? The amount of dumbass shit I have said on here, uh, just about stories in the past and dumb shit I still do, I mean, that would not have gone well. Um, I think in the end, I just got just got a little paranoid there. I, that's the thing about being around cops is you certainly don't. I don't feel, I don't feel safe now. Now the other argument would be if you didn't tell the cop that you had a gun uh, and he just popped open the glove compartment and it's right there. That there's certain places in this country where that maybe doesn't go well unless you're a white guy. <laughs> I could see that kind of being an issue uh, in, in in other circumstances, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, thank you, sheriff. He, he said he was a sheriff. Now I can't find the goddamn name in the article here. The man chased down a cow, and he almost arrested the Joker. So. It's a true Phoenix Phoenician hero. Uh, we're going to take a break here and finish this after the shift. Who knows what's going to happen today? Who knows? It's not Halloween anymore. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll put on the, the face paint again and just see if it works. Just pretend I'm just fucking crazy. Uh, be right back. Coming to your podcast. That's pretty much the theme of every single episode on this show. It's just being like... Hey man, nobody gives a shit about you. Why are you so excited? That's that's pretty much the gist of this show. Would you agree with that? Yeah, but you're still young, so people still kind of give a shit about you. I'm not. I, the only thing I'm saying is like people in day to day life. You know what I mean? No, people that people that don't know you just do not give a fuck, and it's it's pretty wild. Right? They could care less if you die. Yeah, for real. I, I had a lady tonight threaten to call the police on me. I was like, how how much is this affecting your life, truly? That you're ready That you're ready to do that. Dude, COVID got everyone fucked up in the head. That's all I know. People are just stupid. I would probably agree with that. I'm talking about, like, you know somebody's just doing their job, and you're like, I'm calling the police. Or, or like the guy the other day. I'm gonna shoot your ass. Like that's just so over the top, homie. Because they've been locked in their house for two years because they're so scared of the flu that they went crazy. I did give a woman a hug with no vaccine the other day. Now, did I just admit to that? Um, I mean, look, she had dementia, and it was to the point where she asked us what grade we were in. The guy I was training, dude, this this fucking this poor lady, her. Helper is standing behind her doing the the she's crazy sign, you know, like the loop around the ear. And she's like, she's doing that while she's giving me the thumb to get out of here. And I just wanted, I want, I wish I could have paused the conversation to say, bitch, like, first of all, what's wrong with you? This sweet little old lady just jazz dementia. She can't think very well. What are you doing going, she's crazy, get out of here. She's crazy, get out of here. <coughs> This was somebody that was hired to fucking help her. This wasn't like her daughter or anything like that. And I kept giving her the look like, I get it. We're not trying to, we're not trying to do anything. We're not trying to sell her anything at this point. Can I, 
can I please just be nice to this woman for two day for two minutes? You know what I mean? And so she started teach telling us about how she used to be a U.S. history teacher, and she got all excited. The lady's still behind her going, she's fucking nuts. She's nuts. I'm sorry. And then she insisted on giving us hugs. And I, I, she was really off the rocker, you know, to the point where maybe that's offensive to say. I'm for sure going to have dementia by 55. So I hope that I didn't mean that offensively. I just meant she's probably at a point here where she doesn't really know what's going on at all. So for, for, me to try and sell her something would be ridiculous. I was just trying to go along with what she was saying. Because like you were just saying, she probably hasn't been out of the house in fucking two years. You know? This lady was so old, it was probably dangerous for her to get a vaccine at that point. And I still gave her a hug and I feel bad. feel bad. Probably shouldn't have done that. But that's the circle of life. That's so immoral. That's the circle of life. Um... We went past another house earlier, so this was the neighborhood we were all in was all old folks, and we went past a house where there was a dead person inside. There was a dead person in there. Uh, you went, we went up to the door, and I, I haven't smelled anything like that in my life. Um, so that's, you know, it was, all I'm saying is it was a positive day. I not only, I got, I got cucked in front of the whole office for being on time instead of 10 minutes early. I got uh, tra- uh, I trained somebody who refused to let me tell them anything, um, and then I got to be near a dead body. So it was it was an enjoyable shift, if I do say so myself, Markel. Halloween vibes. Halloween vibes. What did you do on Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you what I did on Halloween. Sorry, that's that's how you made that sound. Go ahead. What was my advice? I forgot. Was it do a bunch of cocaine and also mushrooms on Halloween night? No, that was last year. Okay. No, we used to dress up as a Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in order to hook up with some white, with a hot white sorority girl. Because she's acknowledging it's a psychological thing. She's, she's going, this is a black guy. Black guys are very in right now. And then you were going to wear the suit to run your dick down the pant leg. Tell me why you didn't go with that. But I didn't even have to do that. Okay, okay. I came close, but I didn't score. Okay. Yet. Hey, man. If that makes sense. That's just fine. You 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 put it into escrow. Is that what that means? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I put it into escrow. <laughs> what an offensive way to talk about women. That's that's absolutely ridiculous, and I don't support that. But, um, You're a sick fuck, Markel. Yeah, I didn't dress up as anything. Oh, boo, boo! You're a piece of shit. You didn't deserve to get laid at all, then. Boo! You were going to use race to get laid and you didn't. Boo, Markel! I can't just be myself. No, it's not scary enough. Because you probably weren't in Lakeville. Oh, it's a joke about white people being scared of black people. We're on a roll tonight, baby. We're on a roll tonight. I don't lie, though. First, when I showed up to the party, first thing anyone said to me was, this chick was like, 
Hello, scary person. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Was she buzz? Was she buzzed, hammered, or sober? Uh, probably buzzed, but I did have a do rag and a hoodie on, so. Yeah. So you were in that in the eyes of a white suburban girl. You were Michael Myers that night. She thinks that's what Michael Myers is. <laughs> She's never seen Halloween. She just knows a guy runs around and harasses white folks, and she assumes he's wearing a do-rag. I thought it was all over right there, just like when you got pulled over. Yeah. <laughs> you thought she was pulling out the gat. You thought you were getting a Halloween Trayvon. I'm sorry. That one was too far. That one was too far. We're going to we're gonna have to dial it back here. Um, my Halloween fucking sucked, dude. I watched the Vikings game... Um, I was going to go, I was going to go to my uncle's house. I ended up just staying in Phoenix, went to a bar and literally it was like, have you ever seen, so that loss was so bad and I, I, it just hurt me. You know what I mean? Because we, right now the Vikings are in a position where they have a fantastic team and a lot of them want out because nothing is changing with Mike Zimmer. Yeah. And it's so it's like it's like an abusive relationship, right? Have you ever seen have you ever seen the movie It? Yeah. There's that scene where where the, the really creepy dad and the redhead girl is like, "You're still my little girl, ain't you?" And then I'm sure in the book that Stephen King wrote while he locked himself in his garage with a ton of beer and acid, he probably there's probably something fucked up in the book that happens. They don't show anything bad in the movie, but it's just assumed that she's being molested by the guy, right? She goes into the bathroom and she has that awesome hair in the beginning of the movie and she starts looking in the mirror and just cutting it, right? And going, this is your fault. This is your fault. You do this to yourself. That's what I was doing at the bar thinking about that Vikings loss. Just pounding shots of Bombay straight into my stomach. Markel, Markel, $9 for a shot of Bombay at fucking Harvey's Weinberger, okay? (laughs) Hey, hey, wait a minute. What? What's the de- what's the fucking deal there? Um, get your shit together, Harvey's. What are we doing? Uh, anyway, I just I I assimilated with that scene because I didn't want the shots of Bombay the same way she didn't want to cut her hair. So it was sort of like I was punishing myself, throwing that clear, disgusting hand sanitizer esque liquid down my gullet to to punish myself for constantly believing that this team is never is ever going to not hurt me you know what i mean you know, you're like doing it to yourself that's self-inflicted wounds exactly exactly sometimes you just gotta let things go i and i get it and uh that'll never happen i i get there's it no, there's no such thing as forever you're kind of right about it. I, i'll agree with that but I'm too deep in. I mean, is that is is that an abusive relationship thing to say? I mean, too deep in. Yeah, it's it's. I'm, I can't. I I would. Look, dude. I I listen to this podcast, Dirty Sports. Um, go check it out. But basically. This guy gets a lot of shit. His name is Andy Ruther. He used to be a Bengals fan. And the Brown family, who owns the Browns and the Bengals, they, they just fucking suck. And his argument is that they don't give a shit about winning. I mean, if they don't fire Mike Zimmer, I, I can't say that I'm not going to feel that way. It's going gonna, it's gonna to start to feel like these guys really don't give a fuck. But 
Yeah. Yeah. Just that, like, Minnesota attitude, like, just all a good time and shit. God, if there's one thing that pisses me off about people from Minnesota, it's the it's the being a fair weather fan because they act like they're a part of it whenever whenever they do well, right? They're like, oh my god, you know, Minnesota pride, the Vikings are in it. And then when they're bad, when they're bad, it's not like they stop paying attention to them. They just talk shit about them. I mean, that's so right. ridiculous. That's I so mean, fucking ridiculous, man. You're pretty much describing yourself. No, I'm not. I don't fucking, like, they make fun of them in the way where it's like, you're still a Vikings fan at this point? What's wrong with you? And, and then, because you do that, right? But you don't get excited and be like, oh, bro, I can't believe we're in the fucking playoffs. This is crazy. You don't give a shit. So I don't care when you are like, dude, you're an idiot for still cheering for them. I know I am. My problem is these fucking people who just want to get back in on it whenever they're doing great. And as soon as they lose a big playoff game, they're right back to being like, oh, I fucking told you. It's like, man, you don't get to be a part of the hype then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Good teams don't worry about that. That's, that's, the, that's what I'll say there. I mean, fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, what else has been going on? I, I got, I've been, you know, as frustrated as, as I've been at the job lately, there have been a lot of people that I've met there and we, we've had some good fucking times, you know, we go out to the bar, we do our practice pitch, shit like that. I met this guy, uh, I won't say his name, but he showed me last night, he showed me that he got 100 calls. I'm not fucking joking. 100 calls from his ex-girlfriend in one day. Okay, I have one question. Crack or tweak? Both. Love. Love, Markel. Crack, tweak, love. Uh, that's just psychotic, though. And he was going to, this girl was going to give us a ride back. We couldn't get a hold of my friend Chris, who always answers his phone. He's the other guy we no. work with. I'd rather take an Uber. Fuck that. Dude, I, like, it was, we got so lucky because he answered right as this chick was about to pull up. And he's like, I, She's already here. I think I'm just going to ride with her. I was like, that's cool. I mean, you know, that's, uh, is everything going to be all right? He's like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. She'll just drop me off. We get back to Phoenix. We get back to Phoenix and this dude calls me. He's like, hey, man, I don't even know where I am right now. She just, I decided to drive and she just started fucking hitting me in the middle of it. And I was going, homie, what the fuck? Why did you call her? I told her you could, we could just get an Uber, right? Oh my god, that's that's the fucking craziest. What's the craziest thing you've ever had a chick do to you? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Oh, I had a. This actually just happened recently. I had a girl. She like walked up to me and started openly flirting in front of her boyfriend. That's wild, right? That's fucking crazy. It like. It's funny, too, because, like, he tried to, like, say something about it, and he was just like, are you flirting with him? Like, she just, like, looked at him, and then he was just like, oh, just kidding. And then she just, like, went back to flirting. That's, so. I mean, that's, uh, we're, lo you and I, right, we don't, I think the only, only time we would ever have sex with a couple is, is if it was a lesbian couple, right? Like, there's a lot of dudes out there that straight up don't care as long as they're going to get some pussy. And if you if you and I were like that, say you were like that in that situation, you I mean, who the f that's a that's a crazy couple of people. You know what I mean? 
They're just, they're walking around, the girl's flirting, the guy's like, are you doing that? Like, I don't, it wasn't like that, though. Oh. Like, she was just, like, doing that to, like, embarrass him. That's probably his fetish. They call that, they call that cuckolding. Now, now, I don't know if I need to give that lesson to you right now. I don't know if I would look it up on the internet either. It's, it's some fucking bad shit, bro. It's when a couple together is together because the guy gets off on the girl fucking other dudes and the girl gets fuck gets off by by screwing the dude over and being like, "Ah, oh, you you don't even get this pussy." You know whatever like that. Yeah. That's probably the situation you ran into there. I don't want to judge. I just I don't understand how that could not make you want to to freak the fuck out like watching your chick get fucked in front of you. And who are you to know if this guy, maybe he busts a nut and all of a sudden he turns into a psychopath, right? All of a sudden, the excitement and the hotness of it is gone and now he's just angry, bro. And there's a gun in the room. Maybe maybe it's your gun. Maybe you're naked. And so you don't got that thing on you. You got that thing, but you don't got that thing on you. Yeah, that's crazy as fuck. You would never do that, right? We have a friend who sleeps with his gun in his bed. That's insane. I, I would never do that. That's wild. What if you think that's like a? What if you start having a dream that you're in second grade again, and you go to pull, you go to pull your teddy bear in closer, and all of a sudden you've blown your chin off? You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. It just it gives you comfort, you know. It's kind of like a blanket. Yeah, but I put mine literally on the nightstand next to my bed. It's the same fucking thing, right? It's just not in your bed with you, like a kitten. <laughs> different relationship with with you with your blaster i i'll say i did i you did uh yeah uh just i if i had a producer i would start playing the i will remember you we're kind of in a sticky situation right now you know you will remember me no i wanted you to keep going and talk about the loss because i'm going to keep singing if you don't want to talk about it, that's okay. You gotta let things go, bro. Whether it's a firearm or a team that makes you want to shoot yourself with said firearm, sometimes you gotta let it go. Um, let it go. Let it go. I can't fucking do this job anymore. <laughs> Seriously, that's how I'm feeling, bro. I thought about calling up my boss and being like, I can't, I can't do it. I, yeah. Like, but I just couldn't bring myself to. I'm like, he's just going to think I'm a pussy and try to hang up the phone as quickly as possible. Right. Always <laughs> fucking mind games and shit. Oh, my God. Dude, that office Halloween party was wild as fuck. I didn't even win the costume contest and... Basically, nobody else dressed up, so. <laughs> I'd say less than half the people dressed up, and the girl who was Snow White won. I made a joke to the boss that yelled at me in front of everybody today, and I made this joke in front of everybody. He's like he's like five foot six, and I was like, oh, I get it. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and he pretended to not acknowledge it. Like, he pretended not hear it. Come in on Monday, and he shuts my shit down. I was like, ah. Yeah, that's what right. You Dude, I thought we were all just palling around here. I mean, we're... Nah, bro, he's trying to make an example out of your goop ass. 
I don't know, dude. Show I'll show you. Yeah. It, it is wild. Like, it was like... You remember Ryan... Cl- uh, ah, fuck it. We've said everybody's name on this podcast. Who gives a fuck? You remember Ryan Klotz from back in the day? Yeah. So, his dad was just... I mean, he was cool. I met him a couple of times, but he would do this shit that was not cool. He would come yell at him during football practice, and his dad was like five foot four, and Ryan is—he's got to be at least six two. And so you would just see him hunched over in his football gear, which makes him look even bigger, getting screamed at by this little man. <laughs> and that's what I felt like today. I was like. Ah, oh, okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just half bent over trying to hear this guy yell at me, and um, it just sucked. It just, it just sucked, man. What bosses, bro? Become your own boss. That's what I want to do. This guy, you know, he's very successful, but c- come on, dude. I'm just some guy. I'm just some guy. What can I say? I'm an amazing salesman, so. Uh, you should be treating me with more respect. I've gotten okay. two appointments in the past oh, yeah, fucking week. Why can't I be the office fun guy, okay? Right now, I'm the office night fun guy. I go out, I get too drunk, I hit on the female employees that work there. It's a great time. Uh, I, I want to do that during the day. So what I'm my proposal when I get back there tomorrow is going to be like, look, guys, it's fucking hot as balls out there. I don't know how to train these people who, who give a fuck about somebody they're never going to see again. Can I just be the office fun guy? You guys just got to give me a thousand bucks a week and, and some narcotics and I'll just hang out here and, and be fun. You know what I mean? Why isn't that a thing? Yeah, that's true. That's a lame answer. I wanted you to be like, bro, you should do it. Just go in with your shirt off and see what they say. You know how I think I could make money is selling cannabis door to door. We had that idea the other day, and I mean, I've just never had somebody try and do that. Like, I've never had somebody come up to my door and be like, yo, man, what if you could save 50 bucks a week on your weed? Wouldn't you do it? I got this dub right here. I mean, that's that's all I'm saying. It's like, hey, dude, if you can prove that you're 21, let's get you into this savings program. I got a little nug right here if you want to try it out. You start a loophole and you find 18-year-olds to sign up for medical cards and shit, and you're like, you're, the, you're their caregiver. <laughs> Why can't that work, bro? Seriously. It's legal here. If I, if I, let's just say I had the money and somehow got a Arizona oh. business license for selling weed. Why? I just don't get why people would say it can't work. Nobody's tried this one. What's... Door-to-door Delta 8 sales. Well, yeah, we'd have to do that in another state. That's illegal here. Oh. Um, Isn't that crazy? Like, why is it illegal there? Follow the money. Follow exactly. the money. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, what the fuck? I'm sure it was legal right before Arizona made weed legal, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Isn't that just so silly, though? It's, like, pretty much the same thing. It's just, like, they basically made hemp, a part of hemp, like, illegal. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just the the funniest thing about weed to me is, is how hard they brainwashed our parents' generation to the point where you tell them why marijuana was made illegal, 
which was two gigantic reasons. The first off was William Randolph Hearst had a paper company, and he said, yo, if they're going to use hemp, I'm going to lose my business. That's literally why it fucking happened. On top of that, um, people would say that it made white chicks attracted to black dudes. <laughs> Which, okay, okay, can we laugh about that? Has it been long enough to where we can say that's a little bit funny? It's funny, but I feel like there is some truth to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they should have used us in the commercial. I could have been the pot dealer. And the setup would have been like, would have been like you saying it in some really racist old timey black guy voice. Hey, you Mister, all I'm trying to do is get into that girl, that white girl's pants over there. And I'd be like, Sonny, all you need is marijuana. Have you ever heard of the plant that makes Mexi- Mexicans go crazy? Well, boy, have I got something for you. Put a little bit of this in her mind, and she might just be going for that BBC. Like I just fucking. <laughs> Like I tell you, that's that's how they would do it. I guarantee you. They, it, yeah. Man, we could have made so much money back in the day. <laughs> if we, if you and I could have just known Ronald Reagan, oh my god, oh my god, we would have been perfect for the CIA front. You know, them going out and uh, and giving crack to black people. Like you and I would have been the best at that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, man. Just like pointing it out to like little fucking like twelve year olds like hey bro, go check that out. I mean, you always you've always said you coined the term and I want you to take credit for it right now, even if it wasn't you that came up with it, but you said <laughs> weed is the new crack, man. All these kids are hooked. And it's just, it's just so funny thinking about that now, like how if, if I grew up in the 1980s, man, like you remember you and I knew each other at the time where I was just trying every drug for the first time. Like I would be addicted to crack right now if I was born in, in 1975. Yeah, bro, that'd be fucked. Like if I was my dad's age, I'd be completely hooked. (laughs) How many episodes of this, of the, of this shit is there where I'm just sitting there going, yeah, man, I'd deal with some fucking crackhead today, fucking asshole. Like, that would have been me. I would have been like... Right. <laughs> oh, thank God, dude. Everything always happens for a reason. And I think... Uh, I think I was I was put here to make that, that prostitution joke after that guy said, um, you know, can't, can't you tell that it says no soliciting? And I said, technically, the definition is that you, you can't have hookers out here. I think this is much more my time uh, in 2021 because I just I just make old people upset just by them seeing me. You know what I mean? Just on a whole different level. I've made the joke before, but it seriously does. Like my whole my the outfits I like the clothes I wear, my hair, how I talk. It all makes it seem like I'm in a Tarantino movie. Where I just shot up a dispensary and now I'm looking for a house to hide out in. Like this. <laughs> we'll be getting up to these doors. It's pitch black outside, and my fucking dumbass is going trick or treat, or or just here for any extra candy you've got. And they're like, literally, fuck, get the fuck out of here. Oh goodness. I didn't expect you to fucking set appointments like. 
I can do it, dude. I did so well. And then they started tra- having me train with other people, right? And so... The situations they put you in, like, you're knocking at night and shit, like... Yeah. And it's... I gotta make a decision. Is this, like... Am I am I investing my time in something where I'll just get good enough to to the point where I can make set appointments with other people next to me who who just cannot speak when they're in front of people, or am I wasting my time here and just being used to fucking get more information out there and get more of these people that know the pitch? Why isn't it? Why is it like that? Every job is like that. Like I swear, like that's that's. I mean, that's what it is, dude. You just never know if you should, like, fully invest, like, your energy into it. Yeah. And then, of course, the flip side of it is, right, like, the things that I complain about with jobs, I always think about just the videos you see on YouTube. Like, I always, whenever I complain about my job, I think about this video I saw of these right, these guys that pick rice. Like, they, they, they got to pick it out of the mud or whatever, just little by little. And what they do is they stand in a line and they they st- they have their feet all touching each other, right? And they're standing in a line horizontally. And they step, they have to learn how to step back at the same time, bent over, picking up rice in one of the most humid, ridiculous climates imaginable. These people don't even have fucking boots. And I'm going, I just don't like that I have to, it's like so much pressure to like set appointments. Like, ah. Uh. That's what it feels like when you think about that shit, you know? Yeah, but I don't know. They got you doing some real footwork. Like, that's not an easy job. It's not. It's not. You got to go. And, I mean, the second you tell somebody that's over the age of 50 that you're there for solar panels, they think that you're trying to sell them, like, black magic. The Mormons have a better chance with these people, bro. It's ridiculous. And bro, have you ever thought about how much energy you're consuming, like when you're doing your job, like you're just talking and talking? Well, to be honest with you, that is that's one thing I like about it. I feel like I'm learning how to talk to people. I felt much more confident just in general, uh, you know, speaking with people because the the matter of the fact is who gives a fuck, and that's that's one thing I've really learned through this. So I mean, I am but thankful for that. Don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, you just you just have to when you're at these jobs. It's like. I mean, who who even cares? You know, I care about getting my money. I don't care about some guy thinking I'm an asshole. I don't. I don't. I don't give a fuck about right, somebody not right, liking me. But it doesn't like still make you anxious. Well, like that guy that chased us in his underwear, saying I'm gonna shoot you. Like that part makes me anxious. But it doesn't make me anxious when I walk up there. Like I don't. I. It's not gonna. We talked about this thing in, in one of our lovely little sales meetings uh, where we talked about bulls versus sheep and sheep are like old women who they kind of cower behind the door a little bit and every once in a while you get the bull it's like usually a, a bald white dude comes out he's going what's what are you go what are you doing what's going on and I have literally learned how to send that straight that energy straight back into a person and just be like oh hey man I get it I get it like I just fucking go full New Jersey on the people. Yeah, it also doesn't help when you don't vibe with the person that you're training. Like the the, the girl I trained tonight, I, w- I would make jokes and she would just not be into it. So, 
it was wild. I was trying to give her tips on how to change shit and like what you should and shouldn't say, and she's just shutting it down. So I was like, you know what, man, good luck. I this is the first day I haven't had any Adderall in like three months. I can't even believe I'm not able to call off of work for that. So. So shout out to one of my friends who's going to bring some tomorrow and we'll just hope that that's not amphetamines pressed into fucking diet pills. <laughs> it, it looks, uh, it's like a little misshapen. Didn't, didn't you say these were the oval ones? Aren't they supposed to be like football shaped? Yeah, man, we, uh, I just, I had to carry them here and the, you know, you know how it goes when they're in the bottle. They sort of just deteriorate and my dumb ass will want Adderall so bad. I'll just be like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, even though you know it's just fucking fake as fuck. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, what what else has been going on with you? Shit, bro. It's starting to get cold now. It's like 32 degrees out right now. <laughs> that sucks, man. I'm mentally preparing for winter. Winter is coming. You know, I I used to hate winter to be honest, but I kind of look at like the positives of it, and I feel like it just makes you enjoy the other seasons like that much more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it just kind of makes you like stronger mentally because it's like no one wants to like deal with that shit, like being cold or fucking walking in the snow and shit. But it's like it just makes you stronger. So like, it definitely does. It broke me down, and I, in a way, I think that made me stronger. I've talked about it before. I, the time I was swimming through the snow and I broke down crying. Yeah. Um, I just remember I was trying to go smoke a bowl, and I was not allowed to at my parents' home at the time where I was living. And so I went out to my usual spot that just got dumped with a fuck ton of snow to the point where I couldn't walk through it. I had to swim. Snow on my penis. Okay, there should never be snow on your penis. And I literally, it was getting in my ass crack, bro. It was horrible. And I just, I remember, I was like, I can't go any further. I can't. I have to stop here. I'm just gonna smoke here and go back. And the wind would, I, the Minnesota wind, bro. It goes straight over that snow, and just through your fucking bones. And I couldn't light. And I just broke down crying, man. <laughs> it's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> just like a just like a menopausal woman, like just fucking post-menopausal woman. That's, that's when they don't bleed anymore. And they're like, what the fuck is happening to me? That's what that's what was happening there. Um. But yeah, I just I remember it does make you stronger because from right there, I, that was the first time I ever started saving money in my life, and eventually I I got out of there, which is I think the only reason I am not a full on cocaine addict right now. <laughs> it's like you know the same the same things that happened during the pandemic when people were couldn't go outside and, and you know. It, it just, uh, you're locked up all the time and you can really only leave for the essentials. I mean, that's a lot what it's like in the winter in Minnesota. The only difference is you're still going to work. <laughs> you're still going to work and you get to see your friends that you don't even like that much at the end of the day and knock back a few while paying way too much money. Like, I bet so many people in Minnesota enjoyed the pandemic. They're like, now I just don't have to go to work. I'll just fucking get drunk here. 
<laughs> that's that's all I was gonna do. And if I want to call the people I actually like to come over, we'll just get drunk in my living room. For for a quarter of the price, you know, that's another thing. I I I like going out, but dude, when I have to pay twenty seven dollars just to hang out at a bar that I'm not even that crazy about, it's like, yeah, what am I doing? Yeah, it's like that's enough. What the fuck am I doing here? I got one hamburger and two pitchers of beers, and now I owe forty seven dollars. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. The moral of the story is is. Don't do door-to-door sales.